So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's going on, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys for listening, for tuning in. It is an honor, and I do not take it lightly that you took a little bit of time out of your busy day to tune in. I promise to make this worth your while. Uh, This is what we try to do every single day. Monday to Friday is provide you content that is going to provoke you, that's going to inspire you, and that is ultimately going to change your life. And um, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do our absolute best today, just like we do every single day. I am particularly inspired because um, today's episode is based on an incident that happened to me uh, very recently. And so uh, I'm gonna jump right in. I don't think I have anything to promote today. Uh, we'll just go right to it. Today's episode is titled "Your Lovers Will Become Your Haters." <laughs> Oh man, um, where to start? It's been very interesting this last year. You know, we've grown deep clean. We now have hundreds of clients. Uh, we typically have always, I would say, a hundred active clients at any given time. And in addition to you know having active clients, we also have uh, a bunch of um, other platforms that we're growing. This podcast is one of them. Uh, our our reach on Instagram has been rather extensive. And, you know, we've, we've gone from, I think we had 2,000 people uh, following us at the beginning of this year. And at the time of this recording, we're about to cross 11,000. And so that's been really cool. And so uh, things have, you know, grown. And when you are growing, um, you know, people love you and people also hate you. And then sometimes you have people who used to love you that all of a sudden hate you because, you know, you you said something that they disagree with and they thought that you agreed with them about everything that they think is important. Uh, sometimes it's because, you know, people uh, change their minds about, you know, pornography or what's, you know, the right way to get free. Uh, there's all kinds of different reasons. And, uh, you know, probably once a month we're doing an episode about something related to handling criticism on the podcast because we are all under a lot more scrutiny and there's there's never been more pressure to agree and to conform and it's kind of weird you know we live just in a weird society and um i am having none of it and so i got tagged in a post the other day and you know i i had a post on instagram that that went you know viral is not the right word but it it went well and it's really been resonating with a lot of other audiences Uh, i don't think i would call it viral Um, But it was basically about how real men don't watch porn. And so somebody reposted it, tagged me in it and said, you know, uh, how about real men do whatever the F they want? Stop telling me how to live my life, you stupid piece of, you know, you can kind of guess what some of those blanks were. And uh, man, it was just, it was just weird. You know, it was really weird. And uh, this is kind of a, um, I mean, for me, I I personally just kind of brushed it off. I didn't think anything of it. And I might have shared that story in one of the earlier episodes uh, but I had a funny moment today, uh, you know, I was having uh, breakfast with a, a couple of mentors of mine, um, and I don't think they really, they don't see it as like a mentorship where they're mentoring me. Uh, it's really just the three of us, we're all friends, we, we're hanging out, we really get along um, and have lots of commonalities in our passions and our callings and our skill sets as coaches and teachers and speakers and consultants and that kind of stuff. But the reality is they're 
they're both older than me by more than a decade. Um, they have leagues and scores of wisdom that I long to extract. And they, they're just, they've done a bit more life. And so I, I learn a lot from them and um, <laughs> just had a really funny interaction. Uh, when I came back from Jamaica, so this is talking, uh, you know, I guess, wow, six, seven months ago now. When I came back from Jamaica, people could tell that I was, uh, I had been going to the gym, you know, just, just a little bit. Like it wasn't anything crazy. I didn't like balloon, but, you know, there was just a little bit more muscle on my body and uh, my spine had a line. And so my posture was a little bit better. And, um, and I think I'm actually a little bit taller. It's kind of weird. Uh, working out has had all kinds of nice effects on my body. And, um, and so one of these guys in particular was like, man, you're looking great, you know, and he was probably one of the first people to notice it. And I really appreciated that because there was a bunch of people who maybe they did notice and they didn't comment, but, uh, what appears to be a bunch of people who just did not notice it, uh, which is again, totally fine. Like I said, I only gained like maybe eight, 10 pounds. And so it was nothing crazy. Uh, especially when you weigh 150 pounds to begin with, right? Like not crazy numbers we're talking about. Anyway, so, um, and, and like weeks after, um, you know, he was like, oh man, dude, you look great. And he's always making these like offhand comments about like, man, you must be going to the gym so much. And, um, you know, he sees all the food I'm eating when we go up for breakfast, right? Cause I have to eat a lot of food to gain weight. And even his wife was like, oh wow, you know, she knows the same thing. And, um, you know, it was just, it, they've been like so supportive and I've, I felt so appreciative and so honored that these guys have, have noticed it in me. And, um, and then I, I you know, I think just, it's encouraged me. It's like, okay, this is actually working, you know, because sometimes you, with, with fitness, at least for me, sometimes it just feels like, man, I'm doing all this work, but like, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I look the same and I, I know I don't, but I feel like the, the changes seem so subtle and small. And when somebody else notices it, then it, to me, that's like, oh, okay. So things are actually happening that are worthwhile here. So anyway, uh, today we went out for breakfast and somehow we got into this thing and fitness and we were talking a little bit about uh, positive addictions or is there such a thing as a healthy addiction and what that means and um, and basically uh, <laughs> as I as I was leaving breakfast because um, these guys they razz me they make jokes sometimes about how like I'm up early in the morning and I do my cold showers and I work out and I never miss a workout and you know they they just they're they're not cut that way um, for certain things, um, I think everybody's cut that way to an extent, but there's certain things that they don't have established as habits yet in their life. And so they're making jokes about me throughout, throughout the breakfast, which I was, I couldn't care less. And, um, the other guy, uh, said, he said at the end, Hey, Hey, you know, just so you know, like I'm, I, I was just, I was just messing around. We think you're amazing. Da, da, da. And I was like, bro, I'm like, we're good enough friends. Like you don't need to explain this or cushion it. Like I know you're joking. My feelings aren't hurt. We're good. And um, and then the other the other guy who's been making all these comments about you know me getting muscular and and putting on some weight is like, well, you know, uh, and, and if we're being honest, then and and uh, what did he say? He's like, well, if you don't care about what we say, then I just wanted you to know I hate you. I hate you for, you know, you go to the gym every day and you get, you get these awesome results and you're so consistent and I need to figure out how to be more like you and I hate you. <laughs> and then he was like, see you later. You know, it was hilarious. And, and he did it in like a playful tone, but, but at the same time, like he meant it, you know, cause he's, he's trying to figure out how to get back to the gym. He cannot seem to find a way to get over the hump. And, um, and that was a, another part of our conversation. And so, um, <laughs> I was just laughing. I, I got into the car and I thought, oh, isn't that hilarious? Like this guy has been so encouraging to me, right? 
His encouragement has meant the world. It's given me confidence and permission to just keep going after my goals, to keep doing the things I'm doing. And and then here he is, uh, you know, basically professing his hate towards me because he sees me accomplishing my goals and it's making him realize that he's not accomplishing his own. And uh, it's something I realized is that your lovers would become your haters. In this case, I realized hater is not like he's not actually a hater. You know what I mean? Like he, he was doing it in jest. And even though he maybe has his own stuff going on, I know that like there's no animosity between us. Um, but it's just it's so interesting. And one of the things that, that it made me realize is um, is it actually reminded me of something that that God had spoken to me many years ago when I was a pastor, uh, because I experienced this as a pastor. I had people who were just huge fans of me. You know, they just thought I was the best worship leader or the best preacher, the most incredible leader. Oh, you're the best thing that's ever happened to this church. You know, you get all these kinds of comments and people really, um, really ascribed a lot of value to what I did as a pastor. I was always well-loved by my congregations and I just knew how to make a difference in their lives. But then all it took was, you know, one decision that affected their kid right? When I was a youth pastor, one decision that affected somebody's participation in the worship team. And it's like, you know, you suddenly become a villain and, and they, they no longer have that same value for you. And I was working through a particular situation one time and, and God said to me, uh, something that was really valuable that I wanted to share with you guys. I don't share this with a lot of audiences. Uh, but he said, Sathya, if you live by man's praise, you'll die to his criticism. And that, that really struck me. And it's not to say that we ignore man's praise or compliments. You know, the reality is if somebody's like, man, you're looking buff, dude, that just goes straight to my heart. Like, I am so happy. I'm like, yes, somebody's seen it. But the point is that when I'm in the gym and I'm trying to motivate myself, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this to impress so-and-so. Um, you know, I have to be careful that I don't start imagining people responding and that motivating me. Um, you know, th- those are the things we guard against to not live by man's praise because if we become too dependent and too reliant on the praise of man, then when man changes his or her mind, which happens all the time, we will die to their criticism. We will not be able to handle their accusations and their lack of praise or their lack of affirmation of the work that we are doing. And so I wanted to just encourage you with this today, guys, that if you live by man's praise, you'll die to his criticism. And our responsibility as men of God is to live by God's praise. We want to to live off of his approval. We want to be diligent to identify the things that please his heart, the things that that move him, the things that make a difference in, in the kingdom of God, in the more eternal, grander things of this of, of this uh, eternity that we've been granted. Those are the things that we want to really pay attention to. And those are the things that we want to fuel us and motivate us so that we are not caught being dependent on the praise of something as frail and inconsistent as humanity. So wherever you are, you know, the, the the third pillar of our recovery process is identity, because what we've observed is that a lot of people don't know who they are. A lot of people do live on the praise of man. Uh, a lot of people cannot survive criticism or accusation or, you know, the the absence of of affirmation and, and, a, and a relationship where, you know, people's egos are being fed because they become so dependent on it. And so we teach people how to reframe and reshape their identity. And these are the things that really uh, lead to long-term transformation. 
And so I, I want all of you guys to live in that place where you're secure within yourselves. You are fueled by the in, the eternal, uh, not the external, and that it is it is God's standards, God's praise that you are the most conscious of, God's approval, maybe that's a better word, that you're the most conscious of in your pursuit of this thing called life and becoming the person you were meant to be. So I hope that encourages you. I hope that helps you. And if you found some value in this, I encourage you, share this with somebody that you think might benefit. That is the only way that we can proliferate this podcast and get the word out. And so we do rely on people like you. So um, again, if you found this valuable, please share it. But in the meantime, guys, thanks for listening. Have an amazing day. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast, and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.